Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. We are here tonight to begin our World Traveler Trivia Tournament. The way this is going to work is simple. We are going to have three head-to-head matchups. The winners of those three matchups will then go head-to-head-to-head in a championship game to crown our World Traveler Trivia Tournament champion. And we have got night one of that here. Let's go ahead. Let's meet the contestants first from the Chicagoland area. You know her, you love her, you love her cat too. Brittany Shaw, my friend, how are you doing and what are you drinking tonight? I'm doing great, Chris, and I'm very impressed that you were able to say the name of that tournament in one go. That's a, ch- a tongue twister if I've ever heard one. <laughs> um, and I've heard a few. Uh, as far as what I'm drinking, I am drinking a Dragon's Milk Bourbon Barrel H Stout from New Holland Brewing Company. Um, but that doesn't make a sound, so I'm going to open a pop Coke soda. Soda is what I call it. I don't know why I said pop and Coke before defaulting to my normal, but <laughs> <laughs> here we go. I was on Jeopardy, y'all. <laughs> um, and importantly, Simba is laying on the floor next to me. Um, just chilling. So he's here sort of on the podcast. Uh, Simba is internet famous. We've, we've he learned. Is. Yeah. Uh, people love one-eyed rescue cats and I'm here for it because he is, when he's not being an asshole, he's a really great cat. Um, so you mentioned Simba's got one eye, right? He does have one eye. How do you not in his name, the- but uh, his name is spelled SMBA because he's missing an eye. <laughs> I'm not as good as Ken Jennings, but I love that story. I It was a blast to tell. Um, behind the scenes, that's not the story I thought I was going to tell that day. Um, Ooh. Oh, you, because, you can't keep us waiting. Well, so this is a world traveler, geography traveling champion trivia World stuff. traveler trivia tournament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the story I thought I was going to tell was about the time that I got lost on the Eiffel Tower. Um, yeah, you look as perplexed as you should. That's the story I had planned to tell. But when they were asking me, when they had analyzed my stories that I provided them and they wrote them down, they're like, we actually really love all of your stories. Pick one and you can tell that. And the Eiffel Tower story wasn't on there. And that's when I remembered I didn't put that in my top five stories. Oh, um, so the producer was like, Oh, well, do you want us to go pull that one? We can put it on the card. I was like, you know what? No, that's fine. I want to talk about Simba. I'm going to talk about my cat. So um, I figured if I get one shot, why not talk about, you know, the little guy who sits next to me every day and uh, demands food. So <laughs> at all times, even when he's got full bowls of food <laughs> and he just is conveniently asleep while I'm accusing him of all of this. So. Um, that, 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 that tracks. He, mm-hmm. he is a cat after all. He is a cat. He's a very good cat. And he I love him. He's really cute. Although he is much bigger in person than he is on the, on the Instagram or Twitter pic. Oh know. yeah. Cause well, he always gets right up on my camera. So he looks a lot smaller. Cause you're like, Oh, you're just really close to his face. It's like, no, he's, he's a little over 10 pounds. Um, he's also very floofy. Um, and he will sometimes, I don't know how better to put this, but I think fans of wrestling will probably understand like when people stand on the edge of that like ring thing and they jump off and body slam. He likes to do that from my bed frame when I'm laying down 
onto like my chest so that he can curl up with me. <laughs> and uh, when you add gravity to a 10 pound cat, it's like just a barbell falling on you. And then he's like, meow. And I'm like, yeah, no, that was you who did this. You're not hurt. You just like left on me. And uh, especially when I'm about to fall asleep, it's not ideal, but I still love him for it. And, you know, he's too cute for my own good. So the fact that you're getting macho man, Randy Savage elbow dropped on a regular basis <laughs> does make me laugh a little bit. Mm hmm. All right, we're going to head on out to Mobile, Alabama. Nathan, my friend, long time no see. How you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me again. <clears throat> um, I am drinking. I'm sober tonight and most nights now, all nights actually. <laughs> and uh, I'm drinking uh, from Athletic Brewing uh, and Athletic Light, which is my favorite athletic brewing beer. Uh, and it's delicious. I have never heard of that before. Is that local? Yeah. It is not local. It's brewed out of, I want to say it's New Jersey, I think, somewhere on the East Coast. Okay. Uh, but they've got some really good non-alcoholic brews. Um, that Athletic Light's just really good. And it's only 25 calories. So that's how it was good, that's too. not bad at all. Yeah. Now, we are 100% all about con you know handling your high if drinking is not for you. It's not mandatory here. Um I had myself a, a – I had it earlier. I'm not drinking right now because I was in the pool earlier. I had one. I'm good for the day. I'm trying to watch my caloric intake. Uh, but it was a Shinerbach uh, from uh, Texas. It is their Shinerbach Summer. It's a strawberry shandy. Oh. Which was delightfully fresh and refreshing. Delightfully refreshing. I can't talk today, y'all. But delight delightfully refreshing. I get to have that while kind of floating around in the pool and playing with my daughter. It was a uh, a good day. Yes. It is 85 degrees in Florida. I can be in the pool today. It was beautiful. It was 83 in Illinois today. Were you in the pool? Uh, not if you ask anyone that has legal standing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a cop, you have to tell me. <laughs> so. This is an interrogation, Brittany. I thought you knew this. All right. Well, uh, before we get into the game, we're going to go ahead and send it over to me, who's going to tell you about the rules. Welcome to the World Traveler Trivia Tournament. Here's how today's game is going to go. Our contestants will face off in three rounds of trivia. Round one is your traditional pre-game where each contestant will be given a series of 50-50 questions. Each correct answer will earn them one point. After that, we're flying on over to round two. Round two will consist of 10 questions and each contestant will have the chance to choose between a two or a three point question. A two-point question will come with four multiple-choice answers, and a three-point question will contain only the question itself. If the contestant wants to make the questions easier, they can downgrade either a three- or a two-point question and make either of them a one-point question. If you downgrade a two-point question, your four multiple-choice options are cut down to two, making it a true 50-50 question. If you choose to downgrade a three-point question, that contestant is then provided with four multiple-choice options to choose from. After round two, we're moving right along to round three. Round three is your wager round. Contestants will be given three categories and can wager their points in any fashion they want based solely on the categories provided. There are only two rules. They must wager only whole numbers and they cannot do a combined wager higher than what they've accumulated in rounds one and two. If you get the question right, you will get the points. If you get the question wrong, you will lose the points. 
Whoever has the highest point value at the end of round three is our winner, and we'll move on to the championship game. Here we go. All right, we are going to get started, and we threw a random draw. We did determine, Nathan, you're going to be going first. So for your pregame, do you want the odd or the even numbers? Ooh, let's go odd. All right, you're going to go odd. Brittany, you're going to go even. Uh, and the That's way it. this works is simple. I am going to give you day. I'm going to give you the name of two cities, and we are going to be using Euro monitoring. And you're going to tell me, according to the Euro monitoring model, which of these cities had more visitors in the year 2018. So pre-pandemic, okay. Pre-pandemic, and here is the definition of a visitor according to Euro monitoring. They're only looking at international visitors. Euromonitor counts a visitor as any person visiting a country, visiting a city in another country for at least 24 hours for a period not exceeding 12 months and staying in paid or unpaid collective or private accommodations. Each arrival is counted separately and includes people traveling more than once a year and people visiting several cities during one trip. What that means is you can go to more than one city, more than one city in a given day. It's just counting if you're going there. It's only looking at people leaving a country and going to another country. So, for okay. instance, if you were in Los Angeles and you came to Orlando, that would not be counted in these metrics. It's only foreign citizens coming in. Does that make sense? So, like, if someone from Zimbabwe came to the U.S. and they visited both Los Angeles and Orlando, they would only get counted as a visitor once? No, nope, they would get counted in both Los Angeles and Orlando. Oh, okay. Okay. What if they went on the same day? It's possible with it has, flights. It has to be in the other in time zones. <laughs> hours. Okay. Um, I would argue that I think that would make the, that from a statistical standpoint, a statistical relevancy standpoint, it would not impact the sample. Okay. Right. Oh, because uh, that would be less than twenty-four hours. You're right. You're so smart. I will tell you. I'm going to give you two cities that are right next to each other on this list. Oh, on so, the list. I thought you meant like geographically speaking. No. <laughs> you get Sydney and Canberra. Um, they're right oh, next to on the list. So I got a list of 25. These two cities are going to be on that list right next to each other. Nathan, we are going to start with you. Your first one. Is it going to be Bangkok, Thailand or Hong Kong, Hong Kong? Ooh, I know Bangkok has a tourism, a good tourism sector, but Hong Kong has tourism and business. So I imagine a lot of people from other countries, especially. Oh, I'm. <clears throat> this is 50 50 for me. I'm going to go ahead and guess Bangkok. Unfortunately, not. Uh, Hong Kong actually has the edge there by, uh, according to them, roughly 5 million people. Brittany, we're going over to you. You get London, England, or Macau. That's in China, right? Special administration region of China. There's a former okay. Portuguese colony. All right. So, so I know Macau is a very large destination for people who like casino-y things, like casinos. Um, and I'm still stuck on Bangkok because I've got the song stuck in my head now. Um, <laughs> night in Bangkok. 
Um, so I know Macau is very popular with gamblers. I assume they may also have like a businessy district, um, kind of like Hong Kong does. But London has like the juice. It's the corn of the Great Britain world. Um, many ways, a big lump with knobs. Uh, and I think all of those knobs have visitors. And for that logic, and if you want to call it logic, I'm going to say London, England. London, England is a correct answer. Uh, beats them out by uh, actually less than a million. It's a 19,200,000 versus 18,900,000. So very close there, but London does edge out Macau. We're going back to Nathan. Nathan, your two countries... Paris, France, not Paris, Texas, Paris, France, or Singapore? I'm going to go Paris. Uh, no, unfortunately, Singapore has the uh, has the advantage there. Uh, according to, again, this is all according to Euromonitor. Singapore gets uh, 18,500,000 versus 17,500,000 for Paris, so about a million more. These are all 50-50 guesses for me. I have, I have no logic on these. Uh, it happens, man. It happens. I mean, just go with the corn song. Apparently, that's the logic needed <laughs> to solve these puzzles. <laughs> All right. Brittany, you're going to get Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, or New York City, USA. Oh. Interesting. Hmm. So, by the metrics of how visitors work, I, so I, I may have actual logic on this one. So, okay. people who go to New York City for a visit tend to not want to pay New York City prices for lodging, so they tend to stay in New Jersey and commute through one of the various tunnels to get into the city. I'm a fan of the Lincoln Tunnel because that's where Buddy the Elf went through. Um... I've also been through the Lincoln Tunnel. Not nearly as exciting. Uh, but I don't know how much that would translate to actual visitors staying there for 24 hours if they're not lodging in the city itself. So I'm going to say Dubai. Dubai is a correct answer. Uh, so Dubai, uh, 15, almost 16 million. New York City, according to this, 13.6 million a year. I'm getting my butt kicked. <laughs> You're only down two. You're going to be able to make it up in the real game. <laughs> Nathan, you're over to you. You're going to get Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, or Istanbul, Turkey. Constantinople. <laughs> we all heard that under our New York. <laughs> Constantinople. Because um, I was trying to think of what's the first one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Kuala Lumpur. 50-50 guess. Kuala Lumpur is a correct answer. I got one. Nicely yes. done. And that's Dude, actually broken. very, very close. It's honestly a little over a thousand people difference between those two. It's a very close one. Brittany, we are over to you. You're going to get Antalya, Turkey or Delhi, India. Okay, so if I were going to go to Turkey, I would probably want to go to Istanbul, not Constantinople, because it's in Istanbul and not Constantinople. <laughs> um, but Anatolia, I believe, is where 
um, the Dardanelle, the Strait of Dardanelles is. And I know that's a popular like shipping business area. So yeah, business visitors could sway this, but there's just something that's saying that just based on where it's located and ease of access and just, you know, being very populous as it is, I think I'm going to go with Delhi, India. Delhi, India is actually a correct answer. Uh, 12.6 million versus 12.4 million in the split there. Wow. Brittany is doing yeah. well on this mid on this pregame. She is kicking some butt. Uh, I am we're... using all of my luck here. So <laughs> <laughs> and we have a whole game ahead of us. So <laughs> Nathan, we're back to you. Mumbai, India, or Shenzhen, China? Let's go Mumbai. Unfortunately, not Shenzhen, China, actually. Uh Shenzhen's got it by 1.5 million, actually. So unfortunately not. Brittany, we're back to you. The whole reason I put this game together the way that I did is to use this city. Which got more visitors? Fuck it, Thailand. <laughs> or Rome, Italy. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's that's an amazing question. Um, and yeah, no. Let's just like agree that Thailand has like the most fun city names between Phuket and uh, Bangkok. Oh, no, say it right. Uh, fuck it. I, is it actually pronounced fuck it? Because no. I've always heard Phuket. But, okay. But I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. But uh, fuck it. We'll say it live. Um, <laughs> uh, versus like, but I've been to Rome and I know just how touristy that is. I'll admit I haven't been to Phuket. Um, and, you know, this might be the wrong way to go, but I am going to go with Rome, Italy. Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, Phuket actually has this, not by much, it's only by about 40,000, but Phuket is the answer we're looking for. Okay. I would have guessed the same thing because right. I'm guessing Nathan. all the wrong ones. <laughs> Nathan, here you are. Is it going to be Pattaya, Thailand, or Tokyo, Japan? Tokyo. Tokyo is a correct answer. Oh. Well done. Nice. That's what I would have said. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, that split there is only about it's about three hundred thousand. Nicely done oh, there. Geez. Lucky guess, Brittany. Your last one here. This one should be fun. Mecca, Saudi Arabia, or Taipei, Taiwan. Okay, so I don't think I'm going to take too much time here because. There's a whole Hajj that happens every year. Um, and I think that would count for visitors because I think they have to stay longer than 24 hours in Mecca. I'm going to say Mecca. Unfortunately not, though. Uh, Taipei actually has about 9.6 million people. Mecca, 9.56. So close. I would guess the same no. thing. That was a good rationale, too. 
It was. Well, coming out of the pregame, Brittany has got a three to two lead. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. Streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. And we're into our regular game. Ten straight questions. You're going to choose if you get a three-point or a two-point question. And, Nathan, we're starting with you. Got to make up those two points. So um, let's go ahead and, and, and start with a three-shot. We are going to start with a three-pointer. Here is your three-point question. Tenerife, T-E-N-E-R-I-F-E, is the largest of which largest island in which island group? I think I know this because of an episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's the episode where Walt is in the gymnasium and uh, he starts talking about how the big plane crash wasn't a big deal because more people died in Tenerife because uh, there's a big plane crash. And I looked it up one day and I think it's the Azores. Unfortunately, it's not. Oh, is it Canary? It's the Canary Island. Oh, damn it. I knew it was. Here's the kicker. Had you gone with the multiple choice for one point, Azores was not one of the multiple choice I had listed. Okay. All right. Damn it. No points there for Nathan. Brittany, we are over to you. Do you want a three-pointer or a two-pointer? You know, I'm kind of scared of this game, but I like that that one-point option is there. So, um, much like my short-lived stint as a basketball player, I'm going to go for the three-pointer with unearned bravado. <laughs> this is the woman who won better than 50% in her pregame. <laughs> Brittany, which Asian city contains the most Rolls Royces per capita? Which Asian city? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have... I have a thought on this, and I will talk out my thought and then decide how confident I feel. Okay. So I know that Singapore is like rich, rich. Like we think people are rich, but Singapore is like, haha, you're well to do. And it's like they're rich, rich. And I know Rolls Royce is an expensive car, but Singapore's not that big. So do they have enough people there to have the Rolls Royces per capita on lock? I don't know. And I'm sure there's other Asian cities that are also rich, rich, but Singapore is the one I know is rich, rich. Uh, but all that being said, I think I'm going to play it safe and go for that one pointer and get some choices. Here are your four choices for one point. Shanghai, Hong Kong, Tokyo, or Busan. Well, I'm really glad that um, I didn't lock in with that. Okay, so Shanghai, Hong Kong, Tokyo, or Busan. Um, yeah, there was a train to Busan. I think that came up in Learned League last season. It's a great um, 
because that's in South Korea. Tokyo is Japan. Hong Kong is debatable, but I'm going to say it's its own country. Uh, fight me, United Nations. Uh, but please don't. I don't have the resources. And Shanghai's in China. I'm going to say Hong Kong. Hong Kong is a correct answer. Brittany picking up one point there. I, I think the UN and China are already mad at me because I said Taiwan was its own country as well. So, Well, you know what? I'm with you on that one. So we can fight them together. Two people can take on the entire United Nations and China. I mean, Putin's doing it by himself. We can't do. <laughs> three-pointer or two-pointer? Let's try a three-pointer again. All right. I got to get some luck tonight. Here's your three-point question. What is the largest island in the Mediterranean Sea? Mm. I want to make sure I name it right. Mm. I have a guess. Well, the problem right now is that <laughs> Brenny has four points and I have two. And I'm in danger if I keep this trend of not doing well in the last round. Um, I'm going to go and take a... Is that the name of the island of the? I th- because I'm confused right now. I think I got to take the multiple choice. I got to go to one point and do multiple choice. All right, here are your multiple choice options. We're looking for the largest island in the Mediterranean Sea. Is it Crete, Malta, Sicily, or Sardinia? The one I had I was going to say was on that list. Thank God. Can you say those four choices again? Crete, Malta, Sicily, Sardinia. Or Let's go Crete. Yeah, I'm going to try Crete. I don't know. Unfortunately, not Crete. It's Sicily. Oh. Sicily is the largest island in the Mediterranean Sea. What is you know the what? name? Of, I thought it was going to be um, Cyprus, but I didn't know if that was yeah. the name of the island or the country on it. It's a both. country on it. Okay, it's both. Okay, yeah. but I would have been wrong anyways. Because well, it's Cyprus I, yeah. and there's two countries on that island, I think. So. Um, or it's split, one country, but it has split it? ownership. Oh, okay. And they're trying to gain independence, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, shoot! I didn't put it down the side, the middle. There's a whole, there's a whole. It's also the namesake of copper, as a fun fact that has nothing to do with any of that. (laughs) I am, I am burning so much geography knowledge into my brain tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Brittany, your question is: What is the namesake of copper? (laughs) Oh, amazing! It's Cyprus, but I don't think that was my real question because you didn't ask me how many points I wanted. <laughs> that one was for zero points. Okay, uh, Br- cool. Brittany, over to you. Um, well, I just want to say on that one, I was trying to get like, I know I can't steal these, but I just want to see if I can name them. I had actually written down, I thought it was Cyprus or Sardinia. And then when you said Sardinia, I was like, oh, it must be Sardinia. Um, and then it was Sicily. I was like, well, I was wrong too. So, um, <laughs> That being said, I think I'm actually going to try the two-pointer with the multiple choice up front. All right. Okay, this one. Here's your two-point question. Which of these is a waterfall as opposed to a desert? Gobi, Atacama, Angel, or Simpson? I'm naming the waterfall versus the desert? Correct. Okay, that's Angel Falls. Angel Falls in Venezuela is a correct answer. Named for a pilot. Did he, did he fall? No, his name was just Angel. Okay. <laughs> so, he saw it as he was flying overhead, I believe. Nathan, we're over to you. Where are we going? 
One more time. I'm going to try a three-pointer. All right. A three-pointer. Nathan, in which sea is the upper-class island resort of Mystique? Could you spell Mystique? M-U-S-T-I-Q-U-E. I feel dumb. I have never heard of Mystique. Um, multiple choice for one point. All right. Is Mystique in the South China Sea, the Indian Ocean, the Caribbean Sea, or the Mediterranean Sea? I'm going to guess Indian. Uh, no, it's actually in the Caribbean. It's uh, it's on the it's on the Saint Vincent. It's in the island chain that belongs to Saint Vincent. So unfortunately, no points there. Brittany, we are back to you for question number three. Where are we going? I will shoot for a three-pointer with all of the bravado that I have not earned. All right. Your unearned bravado gets you this question. Which British city has suburbs named Kirkdale, Everton, and Boodle? Oh, um, which English city? Which British city? British city. Okay. Say this. Say the neighbor. The suburbs again, please. Kirkdale, Everton, and Boodle. B o o t l e. And if I'm missing, this makes me feel Bortles. Someone will make fun of me. <laughs> um. Okay. So Everton. That came up recently somewhere. It had to do with their um. Their uh. Football club. Um. I feel like it mentioned the city. I'm blanking on what that was. So I'm going to go for the one point and take the multiple choice, please. All right. Your multiple choices are Bristol, Manchester, Birmingham, or Liverpool. Okay. Well, you named two of the cities I had in my head, which were Bristol and Birmingham. Um, Manchester, I had not considered. And I think that's far enough inland that that's not this. But something about Liverpool is ringing a bell, so I'm going to say Liverpool. Liverpool is actually a correct answer. Nicely done. Damn, okay. So is the Boodle suburb like just like for the Beatles, and they were just like, let's spell it Boodle? I don't have flavor text on that one, but I think we're we're okay to say that's 100 where that came from. Cool. Anyone from Boodle, let us know online. <laughs> I'll go ahead and edit its Wikipedia right now. Okay. <laughs> Nathan, where are we going, sir? I am going down in flames spectacularly tonight. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and just keep doing three. We're shooting up threes. I, I'm, I'm going to see what I... Yeah. Nathan, in which city was the world's first subway built in 1863? 1863? That's the year, yes. And this is the world... The, the world's first subway was built in this city in 1863. Which city was it? I know the first in the U.S. I think was New York, followed by the L in Chicago. Because I was watching Shameless last night and Googled the L. Um, but for some reason, I want to say the first one was in Europe. And I'm pretty sure it was London. So I'm going to go ahead and just guess London. And the three sinks. Well Finally. done. I thought it was in Toronto. And London is a correct answer. Nice pull, Nathan. I needed that one. That's amazing. Whew. Right back in the game. Brittany, where are we going? I am going to do a two-pointer. 
We're going to two pointers. Hamilton, Napier, and Queenstown are all cities in which of these countries? Australia, South Africa, New Zealand, or Canada? You said the choices were Australia, South Africa, New Zealand, or Canada? All right. And they were Hamilton, Napier, and Queenstown? Those are the three cities, yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to guess they were part of the Commonwealth at some point. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's the kind of logic that you use to, (laughs) you know, reason things out. Um, So I think I can eliminate Australia because I actually enjoy from time to time watching some Aussie rules football. Um, and I don't know of any teams named for those places. And if they're well-known cities enough to be in this question, I think they would probably have a uh, footy club. Um, so I think I can eliminate that one. Um, I don't think it's Canada. I am going to go on a limb and guess South Africa. Unfortunately not. Those are all... Nathan, do you know where it is? Canada. Oh, okay. New Zealand. Oh, it's New, New Zealand? Zealand? I knew Hamilton was in Canada, so I thought it was Ham... I was, um, was in... Um, so I'd have been wrong, too. But I was I was pretty sure it was Canada. Uh, New Zealand is the answer that I have here. No, I, I was between the two, and I just decided to go for South Africa. I guess I could have had you give me a 50-50 to see which... One you would have eliminated. It's going to be New Zealand and South Africa. (laughs) Okay, that's amazing. Um, Oh, Lord. All right, Nathan, where are we going, sir? Well, I think if I do two, I will tie. But if I get three, but if I get one, I'll also just be still in the running. Let's, Let's go ahead and try three points one more time. All right. Which Asian capital city is known locally as Krung Thep? K-R-U-N-G-T-H-E-P. Krung Thep. It's known locally? Yes. Which one is known locally as Krung Thep? I'm trying to think of what generalist language that looks like, and I cannot... I've, I, let's go multiple choice for one point. I'm multiple not going to be able to guess. One point. Here are your four multiple choice options. Mumbai, Singapore, Beijing, or Bangkok. What was the second one? Uh, your four choices are Mumbai, Singapore, Singapore. Beijing, or Bangkok. I'm going to guess Mumbai. Unfortunately, not Bangkok is what we're looking for. Bangkok. I did not think it was Southeastern Asia. Dang. I, I'll be honest. When I wrote down the spelling, I was like, "That looks like something I would order off a Thai food menu." So I kind of just kind of penciled in Bangkok is what I would have guessed. Um, 
That's all right. Brittany, we're over to you. Uh-huh. Uh, I... What's what's the phrase now? Okay, so like, you know how people used to say Kobe when they would go for a three-pointer mm-hmm. with like gusto? Is there a new phrase or it's, is it still Kobe? I mean, people still call it Kobe, but really it should be called Curry because Steph Curry can hit a three from anywhere. All right. Let's Steph Curry this and go for a three-pointer. That would not have made a shot at all, but it kind of looked like the little Facebook bitmoji thing that they put up where it's like, for the basketball where you're like doing like this, it's like that falling Why, goes nowhere. Sideways. Like the basket's <laughs> here. You should shoot forward. Like you're, you're Steph Curry can make it from anywhere, even sideways. <laughs> I just found this out. So <laughs> well, here is your three point question. <laughs> Shannon Airport primarily serves which Irish city? I think the river Shannon flows through Dublin. So I'm gonna say Dublin. Unfortunately not. It might flow through Dublin, but the Shannon Airport serves Limerick. Mm, I would have guessed something different. Shoot. Man. See, now I want to take this question and write a Limerick about it, which I just (laughs) might. Well, you got some time because we're going to go to Nathan. Nathan, you're on question number six. Where are we going? Um, By the way, your score is right now. It is currently seven to five. Brittany's got a two-point lead. And what question number is this? This is question number six of ten. Six, so this okay. Is halfway. Let's go ahead and choose a two-pointer. All right. Here is your two-point question. Which of these lakes is the furthest north? Lake Placid, Lake Tanganyika, Lake Victoria, or Lake Titicaca? <laughs> you said lake. <laughs> I'm going to guess Placid. Lake Placid is a correct answer. There's your two-point question, and we have a tie ball game. Brittany is one question behind, though, so let's see how this goes. Brittany, over to you. Where are we going? Um, I would like to go for a two-point question, because apparently I'm just alternating between bravado and playing it safe. You're doing it well. Here's your two-point question. Which of these cities is not in Australia? Perth, Canberra, Cairns or Wellington? Wellington. Wellington is a correct answer. It's the capital of New Zealand. <laughs> and Natalie right now is very, very happy. Natalie, our, or call her our Australian correspondent, is very happy because she would have gotten that one right as well. Yay. All right, Brittany, you go get point lead. Nathan, we're over to you. Um, let's try one more two pointer. All right. Your two point question. In which of these cities can you go and watch the Swiss Guard the Swiss Guard in action? Vatican City, Bern, Zurich, or Florence? I'm pretty sure the Swiss Guards are the ones that guard the Vatican. So I'm gonna say Vatican City. Vatican City is a correct answer. Nicely done. We're back to a tie game. Brittany, we're over to you. The person who likes symmetry wants to just keep doing what I've been doing. But the person who likes kind of winning um, wants to still kind of win it. Um, You're going to win. Oh, wait till we get to the wager round, my friend. (laughs) I have a history of not doing well (laughs) on wagers. Um, You know what? Why break with tradition when it's clearly not 
not working. So I will um, just bravely go where no five foot three ginger should have gone before and go for a three pointer. All right. Here's your three point question. Brittany Casablanca is the largest city in which country? Oh, um, oh, I really hope I'm right about this. I think it's Morocco. Morocco is a correct answer. I've seen Casablanca and was hoping that that just would. Here's looking at you, kid, for me. Did you eat at Rick's? I haven't been to Casablanca. I've just seen the movie. Yeah, the movie's based on a play or a book called Eat at Rick's. That's Oh, okay. The, the, the joke I have never seen cool. Casablanca. Casablanca's a... Uh, actually, no. It's a good movie. I prefer From Here to Eternity, but hey. Hmm. Nate, you are now chasing three. I'm not a big movie watcher, but I'm going to see my first post-pandemic movie next two weeks from now, and I'm so excited. So, what are you seeing? I am seeing... Uh, <laughs> Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, one of my favorite books of all time. I will be the only um, single adult male in that crowd. It's going to be a very awkward experience, but I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Are you kidding um, me? Everyone's got that book that gets turned into a movie. I just I watch mean, it. To be fair, I depending watch, on how popular it is, you might be the yeah. only person in that movie regardless. I, I'm hoping so. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's go two points, please. All right. Nathan, for two points. Roughly how long is the earthquake earthquake that gum, Chris? Roughly how long is the earthquake sensitive San Andreas Fault in California? 75 miles, 750 miles, 7,500 miles, or 75,000 miles? How long is the San Andreas Fault? I'm trying to think. So I know a fault is where the plates are up against each other and I know it's associated probably with the Ring of Fire, and I just don't. And I'm guessing that the Ring of Fire is just made up of a series of faults. I doubt there would be just like two faults on each side or something like that. Um, so I'm leaning towards one of those smaller numbers. But what I don't want to happen is that I go to one point and you give me both those small numbers. Surely Chris wouldn't use our own logic against us. Uh, the two point, the one points ones have already been determined before we go into. The oh, game. okay. It's nice you say that. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead. Mm, I'm going to guess 75. The first one. Unfortunately, not. 750 miles is. I was between those two. Damn it. If it was 50-50, which one would I have gotten? 750 miles or 7,500 miles. Damn it. No. Okay. Okay. All At right. least my rationale was somewhat right. Okay. I liked your rationale. Thank you. It was rational. I'm not a science person, so that took a lot out I, of me. I, I'll say this. I found no fault in your logic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Brittany, where are we going? Uh... Two points? Let's go two points. We're going to two points. Which of these is the nickname of Glasgow's underground transportation system? Is it the Blue Danube, Clockwork Orange, 
Yellow Submarine, or Lavender Loop. Okay, so here's the thing. I need you to say all of that again, because I was writing it down and kind of missed the choices. Okay. The Blue Danube, Clockwork Orange, Yellow Submarine, or Lavender Loop. Okay. And nothing makes me realize I don't have my pop filter on more than saying Lavender Loop. Lavender Loop, Clockwork Orange, Yellow Submarine. The one you're missing is Blue Danube. Yes, Blue Danube. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I can eliminate the Blue Danube because I don't feel like that makes sense for Glasgow because the Danube doesn't go anywhere near that. Of course, you know, me using rivers as logic is what screwed me on the Shannon question, uh, but <laughs> I just don't feel like that's an option. Um, I don't know that they would do yellow submarines since it's very strongly associated with the Beatles and Liverpool. I don't know. Maybe they mention it in there. Um, Lord, that's not even the word orange. I think I wrote Oregagnagund, uh, trying to write the word orange out. Um, I think I'm going to need a 50-50 here, Chris. You're 50-50 for this question. Clockwork orange or yellow submarine? Okay. Well, considering I was strongly considering Lavender Loop, I am glad I went for the 50-50. I'm between Clockwork Orange and Yellow Submarine. Um, it would really help, I think, if I knew where Anthony Burgess was from, and I just don't. <laughs> um, Did you write the book? Yeah, he wrote the book of Clockwork Orange. Um, I mean, Stanley Kubrick did the movie, so it might help if I knew where he was from, but I don't know that either. Um, but I like the idea of a train running on Clockwork, so I'm going to say Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange is a correct answer. And then I'm sure my Scottish friends are yelling at me that whole time being like, I've talked about this 17 times. Why haven't you ever listened to me? And I'll be like, because I get distracted by your accent and it's so pretty. All right, Nathan, we're over to you. Where are we going? You know, it's, I haven't chose th three in a while. Um, let's try three. Let's see what happens. All right. Here's your three point question. If you were taking a vacation in Montego Bay, where would you be looking for a country? Can you spell Montego? Uh, yep. And I will also sing it like a beach boy. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I'm thinking of in my head right now. M-O-N-T-E-G-O. Key Lago, Montego, Montego. Baby, why don't we go down the coast? So my guess is that it's going to be in the Caribbean. Um... But I have no guess. It sounds vaguely Frenchish to me. Let's go one point, multiple choice. Your multiple choice Tahiti, Barbados, Jamaica, or Bali? Tahiti, Barbados, Jamaica. What was the last one? Bali. Bali. Was Tahiti French? I'm trying to think. Bar Barbados. 
I know Jamaica was colonized by the English. I think it's Bali. Oh, Barbados, Barbados. I'm going to go ahead and guess Tahiti. Unfortunately not. Uh, Jamaica is the answer that we're looking for. Uh, really? Damn. Ooh, I want to take you. And I felt bad like singing the song thing. I automatically him into the No, I, I was saying the same thing in my head. As soon as I heard Montego, that was in my head. So I will say, uh, I don't I don't I can't fact check this, but according to the Robin Williams special live on Broadway, the French tested their nuclear bombs in Tahiti. Okay. I mean Tahiti, I think, is a French word. It's also a magical place. It is now. Mm-hmm. Apparently they tested nuclear weapons there. Hey, we're moving on. Brittany, we're over to you. This is question number nine. Where are we going? Let's go for a three-pointer, because that's the alternation I've been using, and why change it now? A three-pointer. Here is your question. Andalusia is a popular vacation region of what European country? So there is an Andalusia, Alabama, um, but that's not European. But my cousins lived in Andalusia when I was growing up, so I always liked the name Andalusia. And then when Enchanted came out, there was the land of Andalasia. Uh, and I remember when they were trying to get her home, uh, uh, Jody Benson, who was Ariel in The Little Mermaid, but then I think her name was Sam in Enchanted. She was the receptionist. She's like, Andalusia. Um, and so I looked it up and that I believe, I think it's the Southern region, but I'm not going to quote myself on that one, but I know it's in Spain. It is in Spain. That is a correct answer. Big three points there. Nathan, it is the last question of the regular game. Where are we going? What? Can I ask for the score? Your score right now. 17 to 14. Brittany has got a three-point lead. I'm going to stick with two points, please. We're going to a two-point question. Here it is. In the category of vexillology... Which of these countries has a flag with vertical stripes? Spain, the USA, Romania, or Bulgaria? With vertical stripes? Correct. Okay, so I'm trying to think here. Okay, USA is that Bulgaria? Um, I'm trying to think back to when WWE had Rusev and the Bulgarian flag was there. Um, I miscalculated, by the way. I apologize. The scores right now are 17 to 9. I apologize on that. I oh, shoot. Down twice. Oh, that. Oh, my wager. Okay. Yeah. So I will allow you, Nathan, because I gave misinformation, I will allow you to go back and make a different choice if you'd like. That's okay. I, I think I would have stuck with. I, I would have got either way. I, I'm okay sticking with two. Um, okay. Although this que- after this question, I I kind of find a new question. Um, <laughs> vertical. Let's go fifty fifty, please. Your fifty fifty is it Spain or Romania? I'm glad I went fifty fifty. I think I can remember the Spanish. I know that's got a symbol in the middle. Let's go Romania. I don't know. Romania is a correct answer for one point. Well done. I thought it was Spain as soon as I heard the choices. I couldn't remember what the Spanish flag looked like. I was like, oh, all I know Spain. is there's some there's some kind of emblem in the middle of it. That's all I remember about it. Brittany, right now you're sitting on a seven point lead. Well, you know, I've been alternating three, two, three, two, three, two, and normally chickening out and going for a one on my threes. 
Uh, but you know what? Phuket, I'm going for a three-pointer. We're going for a three-pointer. Let's go. Benidorm is a vacation resort on which Spanish coast? Can you spell that one for me? B-E-N-I-D-O-R-M. Benidorm. And I will say, east or west is not an appropriate answer. The Spanish coast have specific names. And yeah. More. Okay. So, I'm pretty sure the Amalfi Coast is in Italy. So, I don't think it's that. Um, I don't know that I know these Spanish coasts. So, let's make this a one-pointer and put some multiple choice in there, please. All right. Here's your one-point option. Is it Costa del Sol, Costa Brava, Costa Blanca, or Costa Dorada? Costa del Sol, Costa Bra- Brava, Brava, Costa Blanca, Costa Blanca, Costa Dorada. Okay, Costa Dorada. Del Boca Vista from Seinfeld on the head after those <laughs> names. All right, so the Sun Coast, the White Coast. The Gold Coast or Brava, which I think means short. No, that's Corte. I don't remember what Brava means in Spanish. Um, but you know what? I have been playing this entire game with unearned bravado. Let's bring it home to Costa Brava for this last one. Unfortunately, not White Coast. Costa Blanca. Costa Blanca? Okay. All right. Hey, trivia lovers, want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered, streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of the main game. We are into your wager round. Here's how the wager round is going to work. You currently are sitting at a score of Brittany with 17, Nathan with 10. I am going to give you the categories. You get three categories. You can break up those points in any way, shape, or form that you want over these three categories. You will get points for the ones you get right. You will lose points for the ones that you get wrong. Your categories are populations, U.S. interstates, and tourist attractions, or a tourist attraction. Populations. U.S. interstates and tourist attraction. All right. I've got my wagers. I'm locked in. All right. We are going to start with your first question in the category of populations. Located at approximately 51.5 degrees north and 0.13 degrees west, this city has the third highest population in Europe with only Istanbul and Moscow having a higher population. Name that city. Can you reread that, please? Located at 51.5 degrees north 
and 0.13 degrees west. This city has the third highest population in Europe, with only Istanbul and Moscow having higher populations. Name that city, and those coordinates are approximate. Moving on to question number two. Your category is in U.S. interstates. Traversing over 3,000 miles in 13 states while connecting Seattle and Boston, this interstate is the longest in the U.S. I'm locked in. Uh, I'm also locked in. All right. Question number three. The category is tourist attraction. Attracting between seven and eight million visitors a year. This iconic mausoleum has a bench dedicated to Princess Diana, where a famous 1992 photo was snapped of a lonely-looking Diana sitting in front of this place just months before her and Prince Charles announced their separation. What is this tourist attraction? Can you read that one more time, please? Of course. Attracting between 7 and 8 million visitors a year, this iconic mausoleum has a bench dedicated to Princess Diana, where a famous 1992 photo was snapped of a lonely-looking Diana sitting in front of this place just months before her and Prince Charles announced their separation. Name this tourist attraction. I'm locked in. I am locked in as well. All right. We are going to go through this question by question. You will, I will ask you for your answers and your wagers. Here we go. Question number one. Located at approximately 51.5 degrees north and 0.13 degrees west, this city has the third highest population in Europe with only Istanbul and Moscow having higher populations. What city is it? Brittany, your answer and your wager. Um, so with those coordinates, I knew it had to be really close to the prime meridian. Um, and I know that runs through Greenwich, I'm pretty sure. So I said London because I know it's got a frick ton of people. And I wagered one point. Nathan, your wager and your answer. Uh, I answered Paris just because I didn't know and didn't really matter because I bet zero. Uh, Brittany had the logic right on there. I gave the coordinates so that you would know if you know the primary runs through Greenwich, it's right next to London. London is your correct answer. Moving on to question number two, the category is U.S. interstates. Traversing over 3,000 miles in 13 states while connecting Seattle and Boston, this interstate is the longest in the United States. Brittany, what was your answer and what was your wager? So fun fact, in 2021, I moved halfway across the United States and I drove myself from my previous home in Redmond, Washington, to my <laughs> current home in Illinois. Um, now, these two highways share like the same thing for a while. So I was between two, but ultimately I went with I-90 and I wagered three points. All right, Nathan, what was your wager and what was your answer? I wagered all my points on one question and I felt most confident about interstates. I lived in Washington state on this interstate and it's I-90. I-90 is a correct answer. And things just got interesting because with that answer, Brittany has a 21 to 20 lead. Picking up one point on question number one, picking up three points on question number two to give her 21. Nathan doubled his on question number two to give him 20. It all comes down to question number three. 
in the category of tourist attraction. Attracting between 7 and 8 million visitors a year, this iconic mausoleum has a bench dedicated to Princess Diana where a famous 1992 photo was snapped of a lonely-looking Diana sitting in front of this place just months before her and Prince Charles announced their separation. Name this tourist attraction. Nathan, your answer and your wager. Oh, I bet zero, obviously. I had no idea. I put the bench from Forrest Gump. Brittany, I know it's not a mausoleum, but your answer and your wager. Oh, I wish I'd wagered zero. Um, <laughs> but you said iconic mausoleum, and there's only really one iconic mausoleum I can think of that maybe Charles and Diana would have gone to. And I said the Taj Mahal. What was your wager? Two points. Picking up on all the clues, Taj Mahal is a correct answer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, with a well final done. score that is 100% indicative of how close this game was. <laughs> 23 to 20. Brittany, you are moving on to the championship game. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well fought, Nathan. I came in here expecting to not win and just have a good time with friends. I'll be Who honest. I am, friends? I am in awe of being in a game with a former Jeopardy contestant. And I was so scared and nervous, and it was a fun game. And I got to meet Simba, kind of. Thank you so much. This is a fun game. Thank you, Chris. Yes. Thank you, Chris. I'm glad you both had a good time. I will tell you, Brittany, and for our listeners out there, I am recording all four of these episodes before we release any of them. So there is no chance to get game three. All three contestants, when they go into that final game, are going to be going off of just their one game's worth of experience. They can't gain anything from listening to the other episodes. I will be the one constant. With that being said, Brittany, you are our champion tonight. Nicely done. We'll see you in the championship game. I'm thrilled. Like, I'm shocked. Because uh, <laughs> um, here's my thing. Like, you know, Jeopardy covers lots of categories. Geography is certainly one of them. It is one of my weakest areas, especially when it comes to world geography. So uh, when Chris invited me to be part of this, I was like, I mean, yeah, if you want somebody to just kick my ass on a podcast, sure. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, I'm in for it. <laughs> the nice thing, I didn't want to just, I didn't want to just do an all geography game. That just sounds boring. I wanted there to be other ways to get to answers. And this format seemed to be that. So hopefully everyone enjoyed it. I had fun hosting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed the show and you want to support what we do here at uh, the Pub Trivia Experience, be like our friends Nathan and Brittany. You can support us on Patreon, but only if you have the financial means to do so. Patreon.com slash PTEBB is your home for uh, not just supporting us, but some bonus content on there. Uh, episodes dropping throughout the month. Uh, it's also our home of our bonus content for Boozy Bracketology. There will be new episodes of that coming shortly on our Patreon but uh, I enjoyed this. I hope you all did as well. Check the show notes to connect with us on Facebook and on Discord and all that fun stuff. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris, and this is your challenger tonight. Nathan, go ahead and say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. And your champion, Brittany. Uh, thanks for having me. This was a blast. Have a nice night or day, whatever time. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one.